0: compilation of solo messages, spiritual conversations, and live talks, activating you into your divinely human remembrance. I'm Jasmine the Moon Mother, and I will see you on the other side. Hi, and welcome back. So in this episode, I am sitting down and talking to Daje, also known as the Story Doula on Instagram, And I wanted to invite her into this space because I really love the work that she is doing and the work that she's putting out into the world. I love the way that she sees how we can run our business in such a more vibrant and energetic way. And it's not about hustling. It's really about pacing ourselves and making sure that we're taken care of so that we can take care of other people. I think something that we often think about, especially in this world and in this work that we all do, is that we always want to help others. But rarely do we ever think about how we need to help ourselves to get ourselves regulated and ready to be of service to other people. So, This was a really powerful conversation as you are going to see when you listen to it. We talk about money, we talk about business, we talk about paying ourselves first, which is a really, really big deal for conscious entrepreneurs like myself and like yourself. So I hope that you enjoy the show. And if you do, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review. I know that, you know, maybe the algorithm likes it, um... But I also love reading comments from you guys and I really appreciate you guys listening and sharing on your platforms and sending me all the messages. It it makes me so happy and um, I really appreciate you. So enjoy the show. Today we have a beautiful guest and if you guys have been listening for a while, you know I don't really do guests that often unless I like I, I come in contact with someone and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, we got to do that thing. We got to talk about that thing. I'm such a sacral being and I'm kind of just putzing around until that thing kind of wakes me up. And today I'm so excited to have Dajay here on the podcast. Um, she is the story doula. Maybe you follow her on Instagram at the story doula. If you are not, we will leave her links below so that you can follow her and essentially she is this mystical intuitive strategist being that helps creative people find their voice in a in a way that you guys are gonna you're, you're gonna hear us talk about but i wanted to invite her onto the podcast to talk about capitalism which is something that we don't really talk about in the spiritual wellness space but I, I wanted to take a, a a go at it. So thank you, Daje, for coming and being on the on the podcast today. Um, thank you for being here. I would love to start our conversation up with, <laughs> of course, human design. So please say hi and let everyone know a little bit about your human design.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Daje, storyteller. I'm super happy. Thank you so much, Jazz, for inviting me He's and fine. seeing me. <laughs> Um, I am a two, four solar plexus projector mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't like to say the emotional part because <laughs> I don't know. There's something, to, there's something about it for me. I'm like, I'm not emo, I'm not <laughs> emo. <laughs> but I'm a two, four solar plexus projector. Um, what else, what else about my human design? Do you want to
0: know your profile? Yes. I two, profile four, two, four. Um, yes. let's see. What other things interest people about human design? Do you have your throat defined? People love that.
1: No, open throat, wide open. <laughs> wide
0: open, no gates activated.
1: Oh wait, hold on. There are probably some gates.
0: Do you have some gates? Probably
1: some. Yeah. <laughs> I can never remember, but of course I got my body graph pulled up. So give me, hold, please. <laughs>
0: yes, we're holding. Do, 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 okay. Do.
1: So I have the gate forty-five of gathering together. That's in my yes. sun.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, Okay, so your rulership.
1: Uh huh.
0: Oh, amazing.
1: Racks of rulership. Racks. Racks. (laughs) Right angle cross. (laughs) So she's right right angle. Cool. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So beautiful.
1: Thirty-five.
0: I have a beautiful friend that also is right angle cross. Hi, Milana. She's a beautiful energy, also projector, and I love right angle cross of rulership. People they're very like royal and regal and just like gathering mm-hmm. these people to their like feasting table and just wants everyone to come and sit together and just conversate and just be in each other's energies and such a connector as well. Always love connecting people. I really, I really love that about four four lines, fourth lines. You guys are pretty cool peeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have an undefined heart I or defined potluck? Yeah. (laughs) Undefined. Undefined. Okay, perfect. So here we are, two undefined heart beings talking about money, talking about business, talking about capitalism, anti-capitalism. And one of the reasons, well, I guess the main reason I wanted to invite you to talk about this topic today is because I saw on your Instagram, I can't remember when. I'm right brain, right mind. So dates and all these things escape me. But I remember having a visceral response to you talking about scaling down and I kind of locked it somewhere in my brain. And I don't even know how far apart the time was between when I saw that Insta story post and when I invited you on the podcast, maybe two, three, four weeks, something like that. I I don't remember the time, but it was like I saw that blip and I was like scaling down. We got to have a conversation about this because every single thing we see in this industry is all about scaling up, scaling, scaling upwards, upwards, upwards. So can you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I decided to scale down a really promising product that was like spitting out. We had like 10 people on our team. We had all these like, Things that were going and all these ideas that were flowing. And um, there was a part of me that was like, okay, this is cool, this is great, but is, is this what I want? You know, is this how I want to explore concepts like heterarchy, concepts mm-hmm. like anti capitalism? Like, I just so much of my work, and you know, we have an intuitive strategist who's an advisor. Like we kind of have like a little mini board because I'm like, huh. I probably need people around me to keep me from wilding out sometimes as a projector. Mm -hmm. So I have my people around me that I get to consult from time to time, quarter to quarter on like, what do you see in this? And what do you see here? And how do you, like, what are your spidey senses telling you about what's going down in the collective right now? And let's like put our minds together so that we can form something that is serving the collective and not just serving ourselves. And so our intuitive strategist T- tamil jones shout out the overflow uh <laughs> all of her work is always on point um but she was like yeah your ancestors are protecting you right now because over this like quarter that was supposed to be promising a lot of growth we had actually seen the least amount of revenue that we had all year and we had all the things in place we had all the people in place and she was like nope your guides are protecting you your ancestors are providing protection because this the circumstances are not in alignment The circumstances are not correct for you right now and like i knew that in my body but i wasn't following the wisdom that i was i was listening to um and I think that there's something to be said about the way that, because we, for me, we can't talk about anti-capitalism without talking about, okay, so what is, you know, where are we going from there? Like, I, I don't want to just sit in this, like, you know, topic of, like, I'm against this, like, what am I for?
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm for,
1: like, collective, I'm for creative collaboration, I'm for ecosystemic um, development. And... Sometimes when we rush into the thing that we're we're walking into, we miss uh, the we miss the growth, right? We miss the germination stage. We miss you know the days of watering. We miss how the fungi needs to grow up through the soil and de- decompose the things that are not supposed to be there. We miss the sun rising and, and the su- the sun setting. We miss how time gives us access to resources that we would not have otherwise had if we had rushed in, just continued to rush headlong into growth and scale and trying to hack our way into some perceived kind of freedom Mm -hmm. that's only a dollar amount. It's only um, like some, it's, it's only like, You know what is it that people like what what is it that we think that people think success is right Mm -hmm. like what is it that the industry says that success is and so somebody was like you know what your your guides are protecting you right now and you have to make some big decisions you got to make some some queen like decisions right now and um so i did like we uh we made a lot of adjustments in our team we made a lot of adjustments in our programming and over the last two months i have rested more than i have almost since maybe the summer <laughs> maybe since last july um when all the stuff was going on and i was like oh i gotta Oops! oh i have to um like really kind of hibernate because the Mm. world is literally on fire right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And now I'm like, oh, I get to, it's not hibernating. It's me being in my essence. Mm -hmm. That's what I get to do. And when I create from my essence, that's when the most abundance comes. So Mm -hmm. it's, I, I got to make those decisions for my business and it meant scaling back uh, "Quote unquote," right? It meant it meant pulling myself and my work out of uh, looking like you know we're going in a particular direction and really start aligning and attuning to the direction that was really if we're really here for. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the overarching like mm. why why I was like, we have to scale down. I have to scale down. I'm tired. I can't spend another late night. I can't spend another overnighter. I am, I'm tired. I'm I'm done. I can't do
0: this. And like, I think the, yeah, I, it's, it, I mean, I think more people are more tired than they, than they realize. I don't think we understand our own personal individual pace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like how often are we asking ourselves is the pace that I'm at right now is this my ordained pace or is this my natural functionality? Most of the time if we ask that we probably would get a resounding no. Mm-hmm. And then this the industry that we're in or really any industry is filled with go faster, go longer, go harder.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: for what? Like what is this prize? Like you said it's just a number that you think and and I love talking about money all day every day, but yeah. it's the kind of money where I'm not suffering to receive. I'm not right. going to I'm going to always stay in my pace, in my lane yes. to receive that. it. That part. And sometimes it feels like you're growing backwards to realign to the pace that you were designed to be on and this is where human design is so powerful or any of these tools are so powerful yeah. to help remind us of our own individual pace mm-hmm. you know yeah.
1: mm-hmm. i agree especially man learning i was a projector changed my whole life i was like mm. are you you mean what i can nap i can nap when i can mm-hmm. do what now like what Oh my gosh, I have literally been laying my body out to be fed on by capitalism (laughs) Mm. my whole life. And that's not what I'm here for. I think
0: we all have. I think we, I mean, no one really talks about like the deep (laughs) burnout of sacral beings, generators and MGs. We always talk about the non-sacral beings burning out because, you know, it's like they, they feel it Sooner generators and MGs burn out deeper and they feel it later. Mm. They can, they can bypass. We have the capacity to bypass our frustration, bypass the burnout. We just, we take one more breath in and it gives us a little bit of energy and we just kind of keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. And Mm. non-sacral beings, because you guys are those are non-sacral beings. You, 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 you can feel the winds of the burnout coming, But still, a lot of society is conditioned to just go through it. How are you going to pay your bills if you don't just work overtime or do the extra thing? Yeah. And your whole production and your whole teachings and truths are all around not being a cog in the wheel of capitalism. Yes. So how do you reorient creatives to understand this process?
1: Yeah. I think that. One, so talking about money for just a second, money is older than capitalism. Mm -hmm. It's older
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it's a tool, it's just currency. Mm -hmm. right? And so the reason why we're in, we have to participate, quote unquote, have to participate in capitalism is because, you know, the person who has the most power is the one who controls the food. Mm. And so we have been conditioned in this society to go and get our food from the man, from from the store, from, you know, the government, right? Like from these sources that are outside of ourselves, we have been conditioned to think that nourishment comes from outside of us and not from inside of us. That worth comes from outside of us and not from inside of us, that we're not like innately ingrained with worthiness. And to be honest, like when I think about it from that perspective, it makes the c- whole concept of worthiness obsolete for me because mm-hmm. it's like, of course, like there's no measure. I am allowed to be here. So yeah. for me, like, I that that phrase. You are not a cog in the wheel of capitalism. Is I I feel like oftentimes my ancestors just speak to me. They say these things to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, thank you. I needed that. I needed that for the next moment, right? Like they come to me as like these little poems sometimes. And it's like, I'm not. They told me, you know, Daji, you are not a cog in the wheel of capitalism. You are a part of this world getting lighter, brighter, brighter smarter bigger beautiful more imaginative all of the stuff like you're a part of this world blossoming because you're part of the fabric of it Mm -hmm. all so just innately anything that you do anything that you decide to be is going to contribute to that if you allow yourself to see it and so like for me that is about like it's like deeper than mindset to me it's like a subtle body positioning um it's like it's almost like your energetic body like needs to be baptized in the truth that you're you're like not from the system you're not from the system a lot of us are raised to believe yeah we were brought up in the system and this is like you know how we are and this is how we need to be and this is our identity and i talk like this because i'm from you know i am from memphis i know memphis like i am from memphis i know what it's like to eat ramen every single day of my life and bread and butter like Mm fruit for for a whole meal do you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i know what it's like to eat like apples and coffee for like an entire week as my only food And the whole mentality behind that is like, you know, I just need to work harder. I need to Mm. do more, do more, do more, do more, do more. And then I will be worthy of the better snack. Mm. Okay. Then I will be worthy of like, you know, fancy cheese and like hummus, I will be more worthy, because I'll be making more of like getting the organic carrots. And it just came up for me like I was literally living in right when the pandemic happened. uh, I ended up moving into a vehicle, because I was supposed to be moving across the country. And my plane ticket got snatched. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going. So I'm gonna live inside of this vehicle in my friend's backyard, touring musician at the same time too. So I was like, I can do it. I'm an artist, I'm Boho or whatever. And I was just grinding. And I was like, you know what? I just wanna be able to afford groceries like that Mm. are organic and good for me. I I was like literally fantasizing about escarole, which is like a really yummy lettuce. And in dive and and I was fantasizing about, you know, like, you know, a certain kind of of kale and like just being just eating these things and being nourished by them and savoring them, very Venus and Taurus vibes. Hmm. Um, eating like having unlimited olive budget, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, why, why is that, why is that? <laughs> this don't make no sense. This doesn't make any sense that I'm fantasizing about lettuce because I am living in this conditioning that I am a cog in the wheel of capitalism mm. and that I have to work harder and harder and harder and harder and harder for some damn food. And that just doesn't make any sense to me anymore. And so now mm. I'm just like, no, I deserve, right? It That that was the moment that really changed it all for me. I was like, you know, I, de- I deserve a viable, sustainable, progressive, living, wage at the bare minimum. I deserve to have healthy organic food in my fridge stocked at all times. I deserve, Mm. I, I deserve, I am allowed therefore. So it is. And Mm. so six weeks later, I move, you know, out of the trailer, (laughs) out of the vehicle and I'm in a house and I have like a brand new car in my backyard. And it was my first five, five figure month. And I was just like, you know what? That's fine because this is what it is. I'm not even going to be shocked anymore. Yeah. Um, so no, we're not cogs. <laughs> I napped more that month than I ever have in my entire life. Hello, mm. reject your dream. Um, and I was just like, you know what? This is, this is it. This, it's not about how hard I grind. It's not about how much I make. It's not about the six-figure year. It's not about the five-figure month. It's not about any of that. It's about, do I, do I feel satisfied and seen in my body by myself? Am I, do I believe that I'm allowed to be here taking up space at the, the bare minimum? Do I believe I'm allowed to be here taking up space? Do I allow do do I believe that I'm allowed to be here without earning the need or the right to be here? Um and therefore I require like so in order to be here, I require nourishment. And so all of that is like it's addition. It's just simple math. It's like I'm here, I require nourishment, I require rest, I require sustenance. So and so it is. Like this is what I'm here for. Hmm. So That's where that came from. You got a whole, you got a whole ass Gemini projector rant. So I just, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I think it's so fascinating because the more that I, the more that I um, come into contact with uh, people and, and hear their stories and learn more about humanity and humans, there seems to be this archetype of the starving artist or the starving creator um creative person. And when we begin to identify ourselves as God in the sense that we have the capacity and and it is really our responsibility in general, just being this to create life, to create in all capacities, mm-hmm. we we can then start understanding that everyone is a creator or a creative. Now, yes. not, a, not everyone's going to express their creativity or imagination the same way, but as a society, we can start valuing creation, things that are inventive, things that yes. allow us to grow collectively. Um, like you said, just making or having beautiful food in my fridge is the bare minimum, like being paid a living wage is the bare minimum as a creative person and i and i would consider a lot of people listening right now creatives um healers uh yes. magicians witches spiritual heart beings remembrances mm-hmm. and everyone deserves to receive a lifestyle that is in alignment with their desires but i think the greatest detriment that negates that desire is that we tend to fall into the the lust of another person's desire or another person's life just through looking. We have so many looking glasses available to us now than we've ever had ever before in the past. Like we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have TikTok, we have Twitter, we have LinkedIn. We have all of these different things to look through the glass of what other people are doing in their business yes. and in their lives. And how have you found that it's a shift of, in perspective on how people can kind of get back to their own pace and their own way of doing their business and not just chasing that other person's celebration. Cause I'm not, I'm not saying that no one should celebrate. I'm, I'm actually a fan of like, yeah, people celebrating their biggest months yet, or how many people they served or, you know, things that they're growing in their business. I, I have no qualms about that. I think the qualm comes when, when someone is celebrating and then someone leaves what I call their temple of devotion to try to be in someone else's. And I would just love to hear your perspective or how we can shift our perspective when we feel like we're running a pace or running the pace of someone else?
1: Mm -hmm. That's a big, wide open G-Center question, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have an open G-Center and I have had my fair share of this as a two line as well. Like not being able to see like my own desires is like good enough, Mm. right? Like, so just like that whole collection of like, like, undefined, I guess undefined, not open, Undefined centers are just like talking to each other, like, girl, like, are you sure you're worth this? Like, are you sure you're in the right place? Are you like, you know, like, and I just, I love what you said, like leaving your temple of devotion to go try to be in somebody else's. And the conversation that always comes back to me is the conversation I've had with my intuitive advisor, Tamil of owning your desires, right? And this is what always grounds me, is like, what what is it that I actually just want? Like, what do I want? What do I really desire, you know? What is, like, what fills me up to the brim? Like, what are the little things? Um, my partner, he has this framework of intention that he brings to the work that we do together, to our relationship that helps to bring us back into our own desire and also helps us to take responsibility for, for when we leave and abandon ourselves and our desires, um, which in turn leave us to abandon you know, the the fruits of our us following our own desires, um, which can be all these things. Um, Um, or it can, we can end up looking at like, oh, I didn't bear any fruit this season because I was not on my own land. I wasn't in my own house. I wasn't tending to my own sanctuary. So the framework of intention is to slow down. Just take that moment and just be in the next is to express gratitude. To give thanks. And the last part of the framework is to take responsibility. Just in your body, in your own presence. Let it all sink in. Let it happen in front of you. And see where you left yourself. See where you left the intention, whatever it is. Yeah, I this is like this is part of why I don't really it never really feels good for me to like talk about certain things that are going on behind the scenes in my business. Um like on in easily become this situation for me where I'm like comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I should have this kind of revenue or i should have you know this kind of relationship with my team or i should be doing this or i should you know be posting doing all the extra things on the podcast and like all these things and i'm like i can't keep up y'all i can't keep Mm -hmm. up i finally told my generator friend my, my there's i have a friend who's a generator and she she has a lot of energy and she's like real like she's like real in the cut with it and when she, every time she launches a podcast episode, she has like 10 different graphic assets that she releases every <laughs> single time, like without feel every week. I'm like, I'm getting like graphic after, I'm like, how do you do this? <laughs> you keep up with that. <laughs> and then she got the blog post and the RSS feed. Wow. She got all the, all the bells and whistles. And I'm like, God, Lee, like, how many people are on your team? She's like, I've got two two, three people. I'm like, how do you do this? <laughs> but I love it, you know, I love it and it's like that's that's her sanctuary. That's not mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be doing that. And I recently just came to that moment of like I don't need I don't need that to like show, you know or share my joy, my gratitude for the fruits of my own garden. I don't. Um, I honestly just like me being present. Um, me hanging back and waiting for that invitation is enough. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot in there. I feel like there's a lot to unpack. So, um, yeah, I'm curious to know more about like what your like, yeah, like what is like what is it that you, what what practices, what rituals do you bring? to those moments when you find yourself seeing other people's gardens seeing other people's sanctuaries and and kind of looking at your own do you ever have that experience for yourself what is it like
0: for Yeah you? I mean I think we all do right like it's just human nature because we're fascinated naturally in our DNA's by creationism creation just life all around us whether it's in plants or animals or anything anything like this you know how beautiful things are a beautiful piece of pottery or a beautiful car or a beautiful house or you know beauty really is like the conduit of that can distract us in so many ways and I, I think it's a natural part of being a human to be distracted but I also feel that it is it is our responsibility when we go off in those little side side streets of distraction that we find our way back to the main street. And the main street is where we keep taking those steps forward towards our vision, towards our legacy, our goals, our purpose, whatever you want to call it. Mm. But along that main street, we're definitely veering off a little bit. We, you know, we we smell something in the air, and it smells like a sweet hot cake or something, and we're like, oh, I want to go see what's going on over there. And maybe it's someone is launching something new, or. Um, you know, they wrote a book and you wanted to write a book, or they put out an album and you wanted to put out an album, and it's so good, and you love it so much. And like, mm. you know, then a part of you starts feeling down like, oh, well, they already put out an album, so there's no point of me putting out an album. It's so natural for us to do that. And I think the first thing that I do, very similar to what you do, is I have to <laughs> kind of stop for a moment because that tells me that I'm not breathing. When I move into a place of mm-hmm. chaos and confusion, I just call it chaos and confusion. It's because I'm not breathing. I don't have enough oxygen in my body. I don't have enough breath in my body to understand who I am and what I'm doing here in this moment. I'm not in this moment to see this person's success or celebration as a detriment or as a war against what I'm here to do. I'm here to see them as, wow, this is a possibility for me. How am I even seeing this right now? How is this even in my field right now? How am am I even connected to this right now? Like, there must be something in me that is reflecting this. And breath is life. I mean, I I don't think we talk about how important and how free and how valuable. Breath is literally the most... To me, I have not taken a program learned anything, hired a coach, anything that has compared to what I have learned in my breath. Nothing. Mm. But I think we Mm. bypass it so quickly because the mind is so hungry Mm. for security. So that's why we Mm. purchase things, because it makes us feel secure and comfortable. And if we can feel secure and comfortable, then maybe just for a second, we can get back on that main road. Get back on that, on that main path towards something, but I kind of want to, I want to circle back to scaling down a bit. Um, only because I'm, I'm seeing a trend right now and I don't know how long this has been going on for, or if I just noticed it yesterday, but it probably was, ha- has been going on for years. Um, this idea that your business or like, you are not in alignment. <laughs> this is so bizarre uh, that you are not in alignment if you're not making more and more and more money. And I, I really want to like dig into this a little bit, especially as undefined heart beings and anyone that's listening that has an undefined heart, or even if you have a defined heart, you know, the general like tenant for undefined hearts is that we are not here to prove anything, especially around money, especially around money. That's yeah. just not what we're yeah. here to do. We're here to show up as our full selves and our full worth and confidence, knowing that we have nothing to prove, which is one of the reasons why I, yep. I completely slashed, you <laughs> slashed all the pricing that I had from last year. I just came into this new recognition of myself. That's like, I'm not fucking, I'm not going to charge what all these other people are charging to give myself a pat on the back that I can run with them, or I can be in the same places as them or be in the same spaces as them or be in the same, whatever as them. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. I, there's no shade to anybody that does this, but we we all have to understand what is our pace? What is our purpose? What is our contribution? What is our function? And if you want to charge $15,000 for someone to work with you, go do it, whatever, as long as, you know, that feels ethical and moral to you, go and do whatever you want. I already tried that. I already got the $15,000 for someone to work with me. And guess what? When they were still on their payment plan, I emailed them and I said, you don't have to finish your payment plan. Thank you so much for working with me. Because something about my, the undefined heart in me was like, this is inaccurate. This is not my pace. This is not my lane. This is not my thing. I don't want to do this. I am, I'm not here to scale up. I'm here to expand and express. And whatever that scale or whatever that measurement or whatever that pace is, is my pace. It's Jazz's pace. It's not the pace over there. It's not the pace over there. It's not the pace over there. And it was through having this recognition that I was like, no, I don't want to charge that much. I, I, I don't and even now when the vision goes to self-pace, it's gonna be even less than obviously it was live. And people have asked me all the time like a coach that I hired last year, she' was like, you know, you're not going to be making that much money if your prices are so low because people are gonna think that what you're selling is not of high v- value or high v- or high quality. I was like, so this is this is the shit that you guys believe that because my price is the price I have chosen, not a low price right not Mm -hmm. like it's coming from a place of low self-worth we're not having that's not that's a different conversation right Mm -hmm. but what is correct for you yeah you know
1: yeah so i always i always tell my clients start with enough right so let's start with enough viable sustainable progressive living wage And then we can talk about profit. Now, what Mm. is that profit going to? How is it feeding your ecosystem? How is it creating nourishment? How is it creating sustainability? How is it making your frameworks, your your ground, your your products? How is it making how is it making it more sustainable? Right. So creating almost like your own system of like your own rubric for what success looks like is where it's at. So and i th- i think it's so interesting how how there are coaches out there uh I, and i'm not i don't see myself as a coach um do i show up and coach my clients sometimes yeah when it's necessary i see myself as a strategist and a consultant because i'm here to solve problems so if you're pressing the buy button we're here to solve problems i'm not here for you to be on my zoom room and i'm just making you feel good mm-hmm. i'm sorry i don't- <laughs> I'm seeing too much. <laughs> like I can't do that. I'm here to hold space for you to evolve and to be in your creation process. So if we are looking at pricing, let's start with enough. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. And that's where, like, I find that that's where so often people struggle because it's like, oh, like you know, I've got to have like you know the the fifteen thousand cont- dollar container or the twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollar container or the, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, so so what does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. Where, what is the, what are the, res- these are resources. So you are returning this back to source, you. Mm-hmm. You are investing this back into yourself, to your business, to your ideas. You are creating more space for ideas to thrive, right? But you're not gonna be able to do that if you're just chasing after the next high ticket, the next high ticket, the next high ticket. So if $15,000 is what resources the ecosystem and allows for the investment to make sense on your part and your client's part, cool, charge $15,000. That makes a lot of sense, right? Like, you know, a $15,000 website, $10,000 website, some people don't realize how, I know Mm -hmm. that you've been in the advertising industry and you've Mm -hmm. been like, some people don't realize how, how much energy goes into strategy and design and like really like creating space for people to really breathe in their process and like really resonate with the work that you're here to do it takes a lot of research yeah it's a lot of data yes. right and that's not only like you know you know the internal data of the intuition right but we also have external data we have you know the data that comes from our clients we have the data that comes from our our market research we have the data that comes from the actual corner of the market that we are pushing our businesses into and allowing ourselves to be seen and received and accepted or or just you know whatever like to to you are being of service to the collective by pushing your business into the market so whatever starts with enough to fund those resources to do that thing, that very basic thing, and then begin to dial into your intentions. I love, I love, I love expanding. I love all of that, and I love it. like let's dial it in. Let's almost like um, I used to work in in third wave coffee. Lord help us. There's a <laughs> lot of white men in third wave coffee. that's another story for another day um but it's like dialing in like so every day we would come into the shop and we would dial in the espresso beans we would dial in the the beans that we would use for our drip coffee and a lot of people don't know this about um like making really really good coffee is that when your beans are sitting in that coffee grinder The chemicals, the air, all of the, all of the environment is affecting that, that stock of beans. It's, it's the same in business, right? So air time, you know, evolution affects everything that you do every single day something about the world is shifting something about our climate is shifting something about us is changing cells are dropping off of our bodies every day so it's literally so important for us to dial it in and say oh let me check in with my intentions let mm. me make sure that what i'm earning and what i'm building makes sense and are in alignment with my intentions so if my intentions are to build you know a little eco village out in you know the plains of you know eastern maryland i don't know eastern maryland and and to you know build a town or whatever and like you know bring all your greatest friends and like being a like there are certain aspects of the online marketing industry that may not be for you so permission to stop chasing. There are certain aspects or certain dollar amounts that may not be for you, you may need you may need to earn more so that you can fund this village. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like you may need to charge more and then delegate and create an ecosystem so that you can have a fully functioning fluid system of resources flowing through your village. Mm-hmm. So assessing what it is that you are intending to do, what you're intending to build. Now, if you're not here to build mm-hmm. a, a big old team and you don't want to like take, you don't want to take in grandma and take in mama and take in brother and sister and all their kids and fund and take care of them, then you probably don't, you like, it It, it probably doesn't make sense or even feel good to charge this high, high ticket, right? If you're not planning on delegating anything, that for a Especially for open heart center, like, or undefined heart center like me, like, that sounds like, oh, so I have to like hustle to make this worth it, right? Right. person who is on the other side. And it's like, no, like, that's not, I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to bring value to solve problems and then get going. Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's not doing that, if I'm not holding space for solving problems, bringing my medicine, what do we think that medicine is? It's we bring it to the culture to solve the problem of pain and pleasure. That's what we do with our medicine. It's it's we are we are bringing goodness to each other in a way that allows us to readjust and attune to this ecosystemic world that is coming. So, yeah, just starting with enough and then also assessing, like, what are your actual intentions leading you toward? Um, If you are trying to build a design firm, then a $40,000, you know, marketing website package, social media, all that, you know, that makes sense. Like, that makes sense because you have to feed the ecosystem. Right.
0: What is the intention? Yeah. If it's
1: just you, yeah, if it's just you and you're trying to do all of that alone, like, you know, like just ask yourself the the, the the deeper questions and align with your truth um, at the end of the day. I can't tell yeah. you what price point is right for you um, or for your team, but definitely look at your desires, look at your intentions and that, that will tell you what you need to know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the intention is, is the fuel for everything. And, and once we mm-hmm. can tap into that We can always go back and return to it. So even when someone is celebrating a 300 K month, you don't, like you said, you don't understand what resources are needed for the intention or for the vision that they have received from the God they pray to, <laughs> you know, maybe the God they pray yeah. to is telling them to open up an orphanage and in order to open up an orphanage, they need $5 million or whatever the thing is. So you're cel- mm-hmm. you're seeing them celebrate a very small drop in the bucket of their bigger goal of the thing that they're trying to achieve, not realizing yes. that everyone is here for a different purpose, a different function. And I love just starting with a viable, sustainable living wage, So many times, especially in the spiritual space or in the self-development space, Mm -hmm. people feel bad for receiving an energy exchange for their work, for their gifts, for their talents and abilities. And they don't, they don't know what to charge. That's a great place to start. Charge what, what can require you, like you said, to have your organic food or your milk or your your almond milk or like whatever the thing is that is your viable, sustainable yes. living wage. Just the, and it's not even the bare minimum. We're talking about lifestyles here. I think we have to start shifting into, yeah, we have to start shifting into the desires of what do I want my lifestyles to look like? Because people don't realize that you can live certain lifestyles in different places all around the world right? For sure. You don't only have to live it where you were born and raised. So if you have this kind of lifestyle where you want to live on the beach, you want to have a beachfront and you are making maybe six figures, hundred K a year. And on that, like mm-hmm. you don't need to make more than that, but you want to go live by the ocean. There are hundreds of countries and continents and towns that have beachfronts and you can have this lifestyle love- <laughs> at this at the, yes. at the, at the price that you're, that you're making. It doesn't have to be this, yep. this existential crisis of like, Oh my God, I need to make $10 million before I can have a private chef. Who is saying those things? We have to start asking these, like you said, these deeper questions. What's my intention? What is the lifestyle a desire? And then how can I receive that lifestyle? Number one, making my foundation out of a viable, sustainable living wage And then being in alignment with the service that I'm providing. Mm -hmm. And when we're in those two things, then it's, it just gets easier and easier to receive.
1: Yes. I like everything you're saying. And like, also back to the point of capitalism, this is like us unhooking from capitalism's breath. When we realize that all possibilities are available to us that like, Oh yeah, I can deprogram capitalism from my body because guess what? Organic milk is not luxury. Why? Mm. Why do we believe that? <laughs> oh, mm. you know what? Like you know, like eating an organic zucchini is not a luxury. Yeah, it's a requirement. It is. like basic like please do not put toxins in my food thank mm-hmm. you very much boundaries hello mm-hmm. like what are you putting in my food <laughs> don't do that that's not for me right and so it's like or like co- just coffee like me yeah. oh i could another episode for another day mm-hmm. but like please lord jesus do not have my coffee be made from enslavement mm-hmm. hello clothes yeah, Like these are requirements, boundaries against the government, boundaries against capitalism. Start setting these boundaries for yourself. And yes, sometimes that means that you are earning more. That means that as a result, you require more earnings so that you're not having to be hooked in to a capitalistic structure.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. We it's, we're moving into this new paradigm and I, I feel it so deeply. Um, not just in spirituality or wellness, but in so many aspects of our lives, everyone is starting to see more. We have access to more information than we ever had in the history of humanity, to be honest. And things get leaked in so many governments every single day. And people are starting to see that Wow, I really have to start taking things into my own hands and understanding more about myself, my identity, my desires, my intention, what yes. I want for my life and that it isn't it's not wrong to want that. Like you said, it's the bare minimum. It's a requirement to not have toxins in the foods that I give my kids or the foods that I give my pets or or the plants that I'm around or the air that I breathe outside. And when we begin to break down these these concepts that seem small or these things that seem unrelated, we can then start talking about, wow, Mm -hmm. why do I desire to keep scaling, to keep growing? Do I have this bigger intention that just like I totally just bypassed and I, I and I and I wasn't aware of it? Or am I chasing someone else's desires? And we all do it. And we're so quick to like leave our own temple of devotion or our own car or our own home and go to someone else's because it's getting too big or it's getting too much. So I would just invite us all in this moment to like go back and reread whatever your intention Mm -hmm. was that you wrote down for this business or this idea or this Mm -hmm. thing that you're doing. And if it's not the same intention, just change it. Not a big deal. Erase it, cross it out, write a new one, and then align with that one. Exactly. Yep. Shift. Shift. Because there's no need for us to be on this grind of constantly scaling without knowing why. There's nothing wrong with scaling. It's mm-hmm. it's when it's completely unconscious. Scaling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When it takes you out of your body, when it takes you out of your essence, when it takes you out of your presence, I, I just feel like when people start like deprogramming when i started deprogramming from capitalism and i'm still deprogramming right i'm still unhooking from the capitalism's breast and i think that you know that's a that's an identity death i remember the first time i deconstructed my faith like Mm. because i used to be like hardcore evangelical christian growing Mm. up and then i was like oh okay god is not that (laughs) Mm. Let me do a little bit of soul searching and figure something else out um and i felt like i just like lost my whole like identity my whole identity was wrapped up in who i was as a christian the same as with capitalism my whole identity was wrapped up in who i was as a worker or Mm. who i was as an entrepreneur i can earn this i can do this i can survive this system that's not a badge that's like, (laughs) I can survive near slavery. Okay. Um, I require more. I require Mm -hmm. liberation. I require for my body to be freed from the grasp (laughs) of capitalism. So Mm -hmm. let's go, let's die all the deaths we need to die so that we can be free. And finding that, like owning that, owning the desire to be free will require you to shed so many layers, shed all the skins that you had to build in order to survive capitalism. So your intentions are going to change. They are going to shift. Whereas one time you wanted to build the massive corporation and be the boss bitch and all the things. And now you're like, oh, like I actually want to just be kind of a monarch in my community. I wanna be like the potluck queen and I Mm. wanna build a garden in my backyard. I want to build micro business. I mean, this is my dream. I want to build micro businesses that are rooted in community and Mm. that sustain myself and my family. Mm. Like, yeah, I, you know, that's, that ain't the corporation, but that's, that's me. Right. And that's, that's more than abundant. Yes. That's like wealthy.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's a new type of wealth. It's a redefinition of wealth. And I think that is such an inspirational, um, invitation for us all. And and to also understand that our intentions are changing because we're constantly in cha- changing, just like the seasons. Every season is going to bring newfound wisdoms and lessons and experiences. And that gives us space to go and rewrite our intentions. Something that I'm going to go and do right after we get off is to rewrite, How do how am I changing now? Because I'm changing. We're all changing. You are not the same person that you were when we began this call or when you listener Mm -hmm. began listening to this, right? So it's a different, our perspectives have been shifted. Now we know more, we know more, we know better, we can do better. We can be more aligned. There is, there is never a time where we, where we can't expand more, express more, be more right and whenever we hear remembrances yeah. whenever we understand or see a new reflection or see a new perspective i think that's an invitation in itself that invites us into something more because there's a reason why you've heard this conversation there's a reason why you and i have had this conversation and even though we may not know the reason right now mm-hmm. just like we you know before we started recording yeah. it was like i'm open i'm o- i'm open to what wants to be shown yeah. to me right now in this moment. So I love that so much. I mean, the two things I'm taking away are inviting us to understand that it is a requirement to have a viable, sustainable living wage in whatever we do, whether you're an entrepreneur or working for someone else, and that we can restate and reinvent our intention in every and any season of life. So that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can you please let everyone know what you're working on, how we can find you, how they can connect with you, all the things.
1: Yeah. So I am, again, my name is Daje, Daje Story Doula. I'm over at Instagram at the Story Doula and right now we are prepping for another season of brave school where we're inviting creative entrepreneurs to come into the fold and be seen and be held and also be edified toward pursuing their dreams it's a space um, of creative strategy and also creative courage for creative entrepreneurs who Mm want to show up to their dharmic creative process their unique purpose and god nature expressed uh, owning their voices, waging beauty with their medicine without selling out their souls to the internet. So we open at the start of every season, enrollment opens, and we close on the 1st. So June 21st, September 21st, that's when mm. we open enrollment. And we hope to see you there if it aligns.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having this conversation with me. I feel like there's so much more to be said around it, but I think this was a really beautiful knock on the door and, you know, stepping into the entryway of, I mean, capitalism is almost feels like a never ending pit. So every little bit, every little bit of information and understanding, um, especially around money, I think we have to start having more of these deeper conversations around money and, and our desires. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you.